0: Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast, hosted by the always smart-assed and brutally honest Shorky sisters. Ripping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, two-time winning fitness champion, certified personal trainer, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, author of Jacked on the Beanstalk, plant-based fuel for vegan athletes, and has an ass that's out of this world. Along for the ride is Sarah, her sister, A stay-at-home mom who drives a minivan makes a mean fudge brownie, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and without regret, to unlock and share the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. To boldly go where two very different but genetically similar minds probably shouldn't go. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan, and come along for the ride.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. We have a special episode today. Last weekend, I presented at VegFest in Ottawa, and Sarah and our producer, Aaron, both came along and helped. We thought that it would be cool to play the audio recording for everybody of my presentation, which was called The Mindful Meathead. So everybody's in for a special treat today. Here it is, my VegFest Ottawa presentation for your listening pleasure. Enjoy.
2: A journalism graduate and meat-free since the age of eight, Samantha shares her workouts, recipes, and experiences via her blog and podcast, jackonthebeanstalk.com. Also a member of the Plant Built Vegan Muscle Team and a sponsored athlete with purely inspired nutrition. When Samantha isn't glued to her laptop writing, she's coaching and training other vegans to help them achieve their health and fitness goals. Her clients range from other athletes participating in fitness competitions to those of us with a simple desire to improve our general health. Her most recent client success story is pretty impressive. It was a meat-eater turned vegan who won Bodybuilding.com's $200,000 12-week transformation, beating out 345,000 other contestants from around the world. Thanks, guys. From winning her first ever fitness competition in 2013 to getting her Pro Card just one year later, Samantha is blazing trails and breaking stereotypes in the fitness world, proving just how possible it is to get jacked on the beanstalk. Ladies and gentlemen, Samantha
1: Short. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Quite the intro. And she stole my thunder for all the things that I was going to impress you with. But I try to give a talk every year, usually in Vancouver at Veg Expo, which is where I was living for the last 10 years. So it's really cool that I'm back in my roots of uh, Ottawa here and I get to deliver a talk. And this year, I wanted to focus a lot more on the mindfulness aspect of the whole fitness, dieting craze that's taken over the world. Um, so I'm going to give you lots of tips and help on what my protein sources are and what I eat and all that good stuff, but I'm also going to talk about uh, mindset as well. So. Um, I guess Tammy already gave me an amazing intro. Uh, But quick rundown, yep, I'm a vegan trainer and nutrition coach. I train clients locally out of Anytime Fitness uh, here in Ottawa in Little Italy, Dow's Lake. And then I also, most of my coaching is done online where I have clients, uh, vegans only, from all over the world. And uh, jackedonthebeanstalk.com is my blog. I also recently started a podcast this year, uh, which is my new favorite thing in the whole wide world. It's a lot of personal development type stuff. And, of course, big emphasis on vegan nutrition, and I co-host it with my amazing sister, Sarah, and our producer, Erin. They're rocking the Jacked on the Beanstalk t-shirts. And you might have seen me around town, whether it's flexing at Parliament Hill in a sports bra, or uh, my vegan mobile, which is plastered in vegan bumper stickers. You can't see them all, but if you see one that says, Eat Beans, Not Beings, that's my car. And I like to think of myself as a vegan hippie meathead. Um, And so you're probably wondering what exactly that means. Uh, I like to think of it as I promote peace, love, and the fact that I can bench press my own body weight. Um, And basically, I made the the little picture here of the hippie plus jack chick equals me in the forest. So since we have a full 45 minutes, I thought uh, let's take some time to share my vegan bodybuilding journey with everybody. So I grew up in a log house in the middle of the forest. And since you guys are all local, you know where Almont is. Anybody from Almont other than mom and dad? <laughs> so my parents have a, a beautiful log house on 12 acres of forest. And growing up, we didn't have TV. We had nature. And so I spent a lot of time outdoors. And um, it was a great place to grow up. And my mom is my biggest hero. And she's here today. Woo, a nice. applause for my parents. Yeah. Um, and so. My mom was obsessed with feeding the deer that came to our property and so they kind of became pets and some days We would have like 30 40 deer and just out back and every year when hunting season would come along It would break our hearts to see how many deer did not show up after those couple weeks were over And I would see these dead deer slung in the back of pickup trucks And so, from a very young age, I made that connection, you know? Why is it so heartbreaking, you know, when we see the deer disappear every year, but it's okay to eat cows and chickens and pigs? And So, at age eight, along with my sister, who was 14 at the time, we decided uh, to stop eating animals. And thankfully, my parents were supportive of it. I don't know if they thought it was just a phase or what, but... um, for a very long time and my mom, bless her heart. Bear in mind this was the nineties where there was no fake meat substitutes. I remember Eve's veggie dogs had like just hit the market and that was super exciting. And I remember there'd be like, you know, pizza days at school and I you know, it was always pepperoni pizza out in Elmont, and I'd be like, "Can I eat your crust?" and you know, "Can I have the dough ball in the middle?" And so, I was a very unhealthy vegetarian for a long time. And so, basically, you know, my mom was a country woman; she would make meat, potatoes, and a vegetable every meal for supper, and I would just eat the potatoes and the vegetable. And so, I hit puberty very late. I was definitely not eating enough protein. Um, And it wasn't until I moved to Vancouver in 2011 that I was introduced to the vegan lifestyle and I connected with a group of girls there who were vegan and they kind of inspired me to go all the way with with my plant-based living and that was by far the best uh, decision I've ever made and I of course did a lot of research where I discovered that my egg and dairy consumption was still contributing to the death and suffering of animals, and um, so I became really passionate about promoting a vegan lifestyle and so. I got into bodybuilding um, in my 20s. I was dating a guy for four years, and it was a very toxic, horrible relationship. And so bodybuilding was kind of my therapy in getting uh, over this relationship. And so every time I would get into a big fight with him, oh, and I bought this sweet bench off Craigslist and had it in my teeny tiny bachelor apartment, downtown Vancouver, and literally every time I would be upset and I'd, you know, be in a big fight with this guy. I'd hang up the phone and then I would put on God smack, I stand alone. Come on, who remembers that, yeah? And, uh, and I'd just hammer the weights and I'd ball my eyes out. And I did that for a good two years before I finally got the courage to get out of that relationship. And at that point, I was in love with bodybuilding. And so I, deci- I decided, that I wanted to enter my first fitness competition. And um, at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of information available, especially to female vegan bodybuilders. There was, of course, Robert Cheek's uh, website, the veganbodybuildingandfitness.com. But for females, this was five years ago, bear in mind, there wasn't a whole lot. So I decided, all right, I'm a journalism grad. Writing is my passion. I'm going to start my own blog. So I created jackedonthebeanstalk.com. And as luck would have it, I got Vega, and we all know Vega, right, Uh, to sponsor me. And along with a couple of my vegan girlfriends, we said uh, we're going to drive across British Columbia and enter my first bodybuilding competition. And so we had these decals made and put on the side of our SUV of me. Doing, holding veggie dumbbells in my hand, and Vega gave us all these protein powder samples, and we were interviewed on the news, and just stopping in all these really rural, random little towns, and promoting veganism, and like flexing for everybody, and telling them, you know, about our little mission. And so, a super cool experience, eating, you know, Tupperware containers filled with yams and asparagus and tofu out of the back of the SUV. And once we got there, as luck would have it, I won first place against all meat eaters in a show where people were allowed to do steroids, it was untested, and this little natural vegan chick won first place. Thank you. So Vega was pretty happy about that. And um, the plant-built team, I don't know how many of you are avid vegan bodybuilders, but I joined the plant-built team, uh, which was a a team out of the United States. And um, our tagline is, the only thing we kill is the stage. (laughs) uh. And it was a whole big group of bodybuilders and crossfitters and powerlifters, Olympic lifters. And so I was part of the bodybuilding team and I entered that show um, and this was just one year later in Texas with them. And not only did I win first place and the overall bikini title, but I also won my pro card, which made me the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro. So that was a pretty cool thing that happened to me too. See, and now I go into the really, cool, the really cool one about my client, but you guys already know the outcome of that. But anyways, let's, let's pretend. Um, So then the next year, and it was funny, actually, the year before, I was speaking at Veg Expo in Vancouver and I met this girl, Nina, and she uh, said, hey, I've been a meat eater my whole life and I really always wanted to go vegan. I call those the veg curious. Um, But she was scared she was going to lose muscle. She was scared she was going to be protein deficient, but she wanted to enter this bodybuilding.com 12-week transformation challenge. And don't get me wrong, this girl worked her ass off. I had her training like a maniac and eating very horrible, (laughs) bland, boring meals and whatnot. Because 12 weeks is not a long time, as, as I'm sure you guys know. But she literally lost 21 pounds and put on almost 3 pounds of muscle in that 12 weeks and beat out 345,000 people worldwide. And so, Bodybuilding.com flew me to LA to present her with this giant bag of cash and it was super fun. If you guys ever want to check the video on Bodybuilding.com, the big surprise. uh, It was a really, really cool experience. So, now that you know my story, you're probably wondering, all right, give us some some useful stuff here. How did we do it, and how can you achieve getting jacked on the beanstalk? It's easy. You just have to eat like this, six meals a day, every two to three hours. What do we got there? We got some cabbage, some natto. Has anyone ever tried natto? It's awful. Don't. It is the most disgusting texture you've (laughs) ever tasted, but no, in all fairness, It's what's funny is that despite all these really cool things happening to me and even my client The messed up part was that we were still in this mindset of oh god. I don't want to put on any weight Oh god, it's never good enough and and you know, I'm still not better. I'm still not better and even my client a week after she won all that money i remember speaking with her on the phone and saying well what are you going to do are you going to go travel are you going to go on you know, a shopping spree and she said i've put on 8 pounds since i won and it's because you know that i was eating so strict and then the competition ended and then i ate everything in sight now i've put on 8 pounds what do i do what do i do and it was crazy to me that this was the mindset of this person who should be feeling so blessed and inspired and she's inspired so many people and so one of the big lessons that i really want everybody to know is that that whole all or nothing mentality is not the way you wanted to do this i'm all for setting goals goals keep us psychologically healthy but It's so important that instead of focusing on, I need to be XX pounds by my wedding in July, that you detach from the outcome and focus on the journey and enjoy the process. And I always credit my success in bodybuilding to the fact that I wasn't attached to winning anything. I was just. There for the ride and wanting to see you know if I can break these stereotypes that exist that all vegans are scrawny and malnourished And because I was in this good mindset and I was just doing the day-to-day Processes required in order to get to that outcome that's why I won and so it's really important instead of eating those meals that were natto and and uh, a bowl of plain hemp protein powder and water (laughs) that you find foods that you like and actually want to eat that are healthy and so i haven't competed since 2015 and I still maintain a pretty healthy physique, I like to think, (laughs) uh, 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 uh. Um, and the reason I do that is because I still do eat very much like a bodybuilder, but I find ways to eat that are actually enjoyable. And so I'm going to share a few of those things. So how many of us know we should drink a ton of water, but we just hate drinking water? Yeah, me too. So what I do is I have the exact same breakfast every single morning. And I make this veggie infused uh, giant protein smoothie. But I put so much water in that thing that I get like a full liter and a half in that smoothie every morning. So I'll load it up with, with um, a ton of frozen spinach, half a cup of berries, a scoop of vanilla protein powder. I'll throw a whole cucumber in there. I'll throw parsley because it's really good for debloating. Um, and then I put so much water in there, and I actually like the taste. And that alone gets you know a full liter and a half out first thing in the morning. And then I will also drink BCAA water. So I, I don't actually consume a whole lot of supplements, but one that I am very adamant about is branch chain amino acids. So uh, a really good vegan brand is by PVL. Um, and you can get it in blue raspberry flavor. And so what I'll do is I'll add a scoop of those blue raspberry BCAAs to my giant jug of water, and I drink that all day. And it's like bodybuilder Kool-Aid. And I don't like drinking plain water, but I find when I do the BCAA water, I legitimately enjoy drinking that. So that's another good little tip for you. And then I, I tell all of my clients, if you're going to cheat on the meal plan and eat in excess of anything make it greens so you can eat as many green vegetables as you could possibly want and so that leads into what i was going to say about volume eating as well so maybe some of you have heard this before but i always talk about my zucchini oatmeal so i love carbs I love oatmeal, and every single day before my workout, my pre-workout meal is half a cup of dried oats, and I'll cook that up. And sometimes I'll add grated cauliflower to it, and then I'll always add—I'll grate half a zucchini and add that to it. And then I'll throw some powdered peanut butter in there and some cinnamon. I'm looking around to see who looks repulsed right now, because uh, I know because this is what bodybuilders do. Okay. Um, But it's honestly such a satisfying meal and it it gets me getting more greens into my diet and the main reason i do this is because it makes my tiny bowl of oatmeal suddenly become so much more volume and so i feel like i'm eating a giant bowl of oatmeal and to me it's very satisfying and i actually look forward to that meal every single day and so always think how can i add more veggies to this how can i incorporate more greens into the mix And then, of course, I am a meathead. I am a bodybuilder, so I do eat protein at every single meal. And I know there's a lot of vegans out there who are thinking, oh, well, you don't need to eat that much protein. But for me, and when I see results and in myself and my clients is when I'm eating a lot of protein. So that's just the way that I do it. And then I wanted to talk about binging as well. How many people can relate to being on a diet and following it to a T for a period of time and then it reaches a point where you're like, I'm sick of eating asparagus and tofu and then all hell breaks loose and then you're eating everything inside and you're like, screw the diet and find yourself you know, fist deep into a tub of peanut butter. Okay, yeah, a lot of people. So, Okay, and who here has a peanut butter addiction, right? Vegans, we love our peanut butter, and myself included. And so, and it's funny, I was having this discussion with my dad the other night, and he said, who who the hell eats the peanut butter out of the jar? Like, are you kidding, dad? Like, yeah, (laughs) who doesn't? And so, one of my tips that I always give my clients when they have the, the peanut butter addiction is, You don't have to get rid of your your guilty pleasure or your binge food altogether, but make the rule that you can never eat it by itself. So if you want to eat the peanut butter, you have to eat it with um, an apple, you have to eat it with celery sticks, or you can do what I do. and um, I am a big sweet addict, sugar is, is my addiction for sure, and so what I'll do is I'll make Chocolate protein pudding and maybe I'm gonna see some gross looks. Yeah, she she knows what's up So I'll mix a scoop of chocolate protein powder with water almond milk or whatever Dairy-free milk of your choice and then I'll make a pudding with that and then I'll glob a tablespoon of peanut butter on top of it and it's like a healthy peanut butter cup and I always eat that before bed and it's very satisfying and I'm telling you, if you haven't done the the protein pudding with the, the, the peanut butter, you gotta try that. And then I don't know about you guys, but I am always hungry. I can always eat, but I do try to practice moderation. And so something that I've actually started doing in the last six months or so that I've seen good success with is I'll do a 12 hour eating window. And so it's not super strict like intermittent fasting. I have tried that for longer periods of time, but I was miserable. Um, So I find the 12 hour works perfect for me. So I won't have my first meal until 12 o'clock every day, and then I will um, have my last meal before midnight. So I'm only eating within that 12 hours and so for anyone who's curious about trying intermittent fasting give that the 12-hour window a try and I think you'll find it's it's quite manageable and I'd be curious to know if you have success with it too and then if you're always hungry often we confuse hunger for thirst so always try to drink a full glass of water before you give into the eating and and then also I'm big on um, self-talk so I'll always ask myself Am I really actually hungry or am I trying to fill a void? And I don't know about you guys, but I'm a late night snacker. If I'm at home by myself and I get hungry, which I always do at night, that's when I tend to fall off track and eat um, the majority of my bad food. So what I'll do is I'll go and work out at nighttime. And I find just doing that keeps me on track because at I'm not able to snack mindlessly because I'm at the gym training. And then by the time I get home, it's okay to, to eat. But usually you don't want to eat like chips or cookies or something. You want something you know with a good, good amount of protein and something that will actually satisfy you and fuel your workout that you just had. And then also an exercise that I always suggest to people is my instead of eating exercise. So, what I do is, I've got a list, and it's actually on my, my website if anybody wants to see what my list looks like, but it's called the Instead of Eating List. And so, I've got all of these little 15 minute tasks that every time I'm thinking, okay, uh, I'm hungry, I want a snack on something, but am I actually hungry? Always self talk. You always want to ask yourself, am I actually hungry, or is there something else that I need right now? And eating's going to fill that void. And I will go and do something on that instead of eating list. And just something that takes 15 minutes, go and do that task. And a lot of the time, you'll find by the time that task is done, you're actually not even hungry. And if you are, then eat. By all means, eat. But, and it's productive because you get something, a little task done at the same time. So a couple little t- tri- tricks and tips there. Um, so some of my best guidelines for food as I already mentioned, protein at every meal. Um, I, I don't know why as vegans, like we're obsessed with fats. You know, We make our smoothies and we're like, oh, throw some chia seeds and some flax seeds and walnuts and peanut butter and everything in there. You don't need that. I don't add any fats to my pr- smoothie in the morning. And it's still creamy and thick and sweet and delicious. And um, so, really watch the healthy fats because they do actually add up in calories. Like, one tablespoon of peanut butter is 100 calories. So, when you're trying to eat between like 12 to 1500 calories a day for a woman like about my size, those calories from the nuts and nut butter definitely add up. And then, I am by no means against eating carbs, but what I'll do is I'll time my carbs appropriately. So, I will keep them early in the day if I'm not working out, and then I will schedule them around my workout. So what I'll usually do is I'll have fruit first thing in the morning with my first meal, and uh, just half a cup of berries, and then I'll do the starchy complex carbs before and after my workout. So that would be things like yams or sweet potatoes, rice, um, oats, things like that, quinoa. Those carbs are fine. Don't think carbs are the devil, but just, Schedule them so that you're going to utilize them to fuel your workouts or replace your lost glycogen stores after your training. And then, as I mentioned, BCAA is really important. If you do uh, want to build muscle, supplementing with BCAAs will help you maintain the mass that you're building. And then glutamine is really good for recovery and it beats sugar craving. So if you find you are craving sugar, I'm all about... Glutamine for that and sometimes I'll add a scoop to my water that I'm drinking while I'm working out um, And then I'll add a little bit to my smoothie in the morning as well And then um, everyone always asks me what's your pre-workout? I'm a vegan hippie meathead. Mine is green tea or coffee, so you don't need any of these crazy Supplements just a little caffeine boost is all I do and works great for me. And I also, going back to the mindfulness and you guys, I'm not posting these photos to be like, oh, look at me. Um, But I wanted to show you something because we're we're obsessed with getting this perfect body. And both of these photo shoots, I remember thinking that morning, oh, I'm not lean enough. Oh, I don't look good. I'm not defined enough. I, I feel fat. I shouldn't be doing this photo shoot today. And I'm sure we can all agree that that there's nothing wrong with either of those pictures or those bodies. And so even the morning I won my pro card, I remember thinking, I'm not lean enough. I'm not going to win. I'm not defined enough. And it's just so messed up that we have this mentality and we live by this. All be better when mentality. And, you know, we're chasing after a feeling that we think we're going to get when we achieve the perfect body. And the thing is, you can have that feeling right now. You don't have to wait until you're 125 pounds to have that feeling, it's inside of you. And it's so important, mind right and the body will follow. And any of my clients who are here are probably so sick of me hearing, hearing me say that all the time. But it's just it's so important that we focus on the present, accept our body as it is right now, today, and stop this I'll be better when mentality. That's my, my little vegan hippie meathead uh, for you. So. Something else that I am a huge advocate of is establishing a solid morning routine. And if anyone listens to my podcast, this was the last episode that I talked about on it and I'm all for the first 90 minutes of your day, varying as little as possible. And I say this because throughout the day, you know, we're doing different stuff all the time. The morning, you're able to control that time. So if it means getting up a little bit earlier to make sure that you have a solid morning routine, you will have such a better day. And I love the saying that habits put your willpower on autopilot. And now I don't even think about it. I am so set in my little morning routine that I do the same things every single day, this morning included, instead when I probably should have been double checking my presentation. I was in my little meditation space in there meditating and doing my gratitude practice and all of that, because it really does. If you have a solid morning routine and you do each day right, you do life right. I know that's cheesy, but it's true. Did I even put that on there? Oh no, all right, cool. <laughs> so I thought I'd share my morning uh, vegan hippie meathead rituals with you. So, I'm sure a lot of you guys are all about the natural products, as am I. So, I'm also terrified of wrinkles. In case anybody's wondering, I'm, uh, I'll be 35 next month. And I... <laughs> well, no, because I, I... Why is that funny? Huh? <laughs> but I'm all for slathering my face with coconut oil. As soon as I wake up every morning, that's the first thing I do. And I just let it soak in. And then I drink a big glass of lemon chlorophyll water. Um, I don't know if there's any vendors out there selling chlorophyll, but chlorophyll is a really good way to deodorize yourself from the inside out. And so instead of wearing deodorant, I'm sure all you guys know most vegan deodorants suck. And so um, I just don't wear it. And instead, I drink chlorophyll. And I add it with my lemon water. And it's a really nice alkalizing drink. It's antiseptic. There's so many health benefits to getting chlorophyll in your diet. And uh, there's a brand, Landart. If you guys, I know they sell it at Cardish. Um, uh, yeah, definitely Cardish. And you can get like flavored ones. There's like a lime basil. There's an apple one. And it's a liquid. And you just add a shot of that, put half a squeezed lemon in there. And I'm telling you, it's delicious and very good for your health. And then, I always do digestive enzyme and probiotic first thing in the morning with that lemon water. Um, it's going to be a really good digestive aid. I know a lot of vegans. Let's, let's be honest, we, we can be farty. We can be a little bloated from all that fiber and protein, especially if you're bodybuilders. Um, so, I find really good for digestive health is to do that probiotic and digestive enzyme. And then I have my acidic coffee. So I balance it out with the alkaline lemon chlorophyll water and then I do my coffee after that. And then I do meditation, state my daily intentions for the day. I do a little gratitude practice. I'll get more into that later. Then I'll do a a full stretching. Um, Or I'll use my yoga wheel. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yoga wheels, but it's my new favorite thing. It's like a little circle that you can roll your back onto, and it's like so good for opening up your hip flexors. I know, Sandra, I got you on that yoga wheel. (laughs) And uh, then what I do, how many of us hate cardio? Yeah. Who here loves bodybuilding, though? That's it? All right, come on, guys. Bodybuilding over cardio, for sure. Well, I hate cardio. And so I know that I have to do it if I want to stay lean. I know it's good for my heart and my brain and all of that, yada, yada, yada. So, what I'll do is, I know that in order to get my ass out of the house in the morning to do my cardio, I need to make it enjoyable. So I love listening to podcasts. So what I'll do is I'll hit the gym and all I do is walk on the treadmill for 20 to 30 minutes. I'll put it on a high incline and I use that time to catch up on my favorite podcast. And then it turns, it turns something you're not looking forward to into something that you really look forward to doing. And you know, you don't have to go, you know, crazy hardcore cardio mode. And and I used to do that. And I honestly find I get the same results by just walking at a a high incline in the morning, but do it fasted. Empty stomach is definitely the best for cardio, and then I'll do weights in the evening. And I know not everybody can break up their workouts into two sessions per day, but it's totally fine to do cardio at the same time as weights, but just make sure you do cardio after weights, so you're using your energy on your lifts and then empty stomach-ish when you get to the cardio part. And then, of course, I have my smoothie, and that's how my morning routine goes. Uh, for my meditation and gratitude practice, I love the Insight Timer app. Is you're you're also on there? Yeah, and it's cool. It actually has like a network community type feel to it, where there's other. It'll say like, oh, so and so in Ottawa is, is saying happy meditation or <laughs> whatever it is to you, and it's really cool. And there's so many free ten uh, minute guided meditations and. I actually turned my storage locker in my one-bedroom apartment into a little meditation space and I've got like a little Buddha statue in there and I burn sage and it's full-on hippie mode in there but I love it. It's like my little escape from reality and that's my me time and so I'll do a 10-minute guided meditation and then I will state what I'm grateful for and I didn't actually have time to do that today, but I am grateful to you guys today for being here. Oh. Aren't I cute? Okay. Then my intentions for the day. Uh, this is what I... <laughs> what do you laugh? Oh. Am I aging myself? Who, who remembers Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live? Okay. More people remember Stuart Smiley than, than like bodybuilding. Interesting. Um, Yeah, what do you say? I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. But I, as cheesy as it sounds, I, every day, always ask myself these same three questions. How do I want to feel today? Or what is my purpose today? How will I get there? And then is there a thought or behavior that I have to give up in order to generate that feeling? And um, I left some examples up there of like something that I would say every day. It's different, but I just find doing this every day is such a good way to have focus for the day, and it's you constantly remind yourself like, wait a minute, am I you know abiding by that that intention? So another good little practice. All right. So you guys probably want to talk about protein since I'm the vegan bodybuilder speaker. And you're like, all right, we're done with the woo woo meditation crap. (laughs) So how much protein do you actually need? You like that picture? I, I was Arnold eating some kind of dead animal and I put tofu over top of it. So for all the people who think you don't need protein, you do. And if you don't get enough protein, Your body will actually take what it needs from your muscles not your fat and your body will actually cannibalize itself uh, It's muscle tissue so super important to make sure you're getting the protein in there So I my main protein sources are tempeh. I love tempeh because it's fermented So it's good for digestion and it is more nutrient-dense than tofu, but I do still eat a lot of tofu um, I'm big on protein powder because, as I said, I have a sweet tooth, so um, I find that's a good way to satisfy uh, the sugar addiction. Um, Satan, I know a lot of people are gluten-free, um, but if you're not gluten-free, I have a killer protein bread recipe on my blog that people have been going nuts for, and it literally like you toast a, sl- a slice of that, and if you're a carb addict, it will be your new best friend. Um, So yeah, big on the protein bread. Um, And then yeah, beans, lentils. Lentils are probably the highest source of protein of all the legumes. So definitely try to get some of those in there. And um, I always say 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So most vegans, you need at least 75 grams of protein. um, And that's not even if you're a bodybuilder. That's just an everyday vegan. So some of my fave recipes are uh, tofu scramble, protein-packed smoothies, the zucchini oatmeal. And if I'm really trying to keep carbs low, I'll even add TVP in replacement of the oats in there. And I know you guys are probably like, whoa, what? Uh, But again, don't knock it till you try it. It's pretty good. Um, My protein toast and baked beans. I've got a a diet-friendly baked bean recipe. It does use one of those chemical syrups, uh, the Walden Farms, which even I'm like to that one, but uh, if you're really trying to keep the sugars low and and, uh, go full diet mode, then it is good. And all these recipes I listed are either on my blog or in my ebook, which I'm giving away today for free if you want to buy any of my Jacked on the Beanstalk gear that I'm fully decked out in. And yeah, I did want to mention people always ask me, you know, like, oh, especially guys, I get this all the time. Well, you're a chick, of course you can eat soy, but if I eat it, I'm going to grow boobs. That is such a myth. Like, I'm so sick of hearing that. Um, Soy is so good for you, it is jam packed full of B vitamins and calcium, and not to mention super high in protein. Um, There is one reported case of a man who was literally drinking a gallon of soy milk every day, a gallon, and he reported that he grew man breasts. Um, <laughs> but when you think about it, like Asian cultures have been eating tofu um, as a major part of their diet for centuries, and they're some of the healthiest people on the planet. And seriously, if soy does give you boobs, then where are mine? because I've been eating it every day for over 25 years, and uh, I'm still waiting, okay? So I know I mentioned this earlier, but uh, a big concern for a lot of us is the bloating and the farting. Um, Don't worry, guys, I'm with you. But yeah, so a couple tips. Um, Obviously, when we are eating so much uh, protein and, and so much fiber as vegans and vegetarians, you know, you're going to be a little bit farty and you're going to be bloated. It's it's perfectly normal. It doesn't mean, you know, like what you see on all these fitness Instagram stars pages, you know, they haven't drank water. They haven't eaten anything when they're doing these photos, you know, so it's not realistic. Even me, you know, I've got abs like pretty much all the time, but by the end of the day, they're gone, you know, like, it's just reality, you know. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Cruciferous veggies, as we probably all know, they are the worst culprit. Um, that's because they do contain an enzyme called raffinose. Um, that when it is not cooked, it's it's hard for your body to digest. So definitely, the cruciferous veggies always cook those. So the broccoli, the cauliflower, um, kale as well. Um, and then one that I'm horrible for, and definitely my worst uh, contributor to the, the farting and bloating is, is sugar-free gum. Um, they can, sugar alcohols are just horrible for you, plus you get a double whammy with the sugar-free gum because you're chewing, and so all that chewing is creating air in your stomach, so if, if, if you know, you're wondering if you can try to cross things off the list, Definitely try giving up gum and I think you'll notice a big difference with that one And then again the digestive enzyme and the probiotic first thing in the morning make a big difference And I'm obsessed with bloating. I fully admit it Uh, Competing has done that to me, so I'm obsessed with eating de-bloating foods and uh, some of the best ones Asparagus parsley I will do dandelion root or hibiscus tea which are both very good for the bloating Um, fennel lemon in the morning Uh, and then herbs and spices so a lot of the stuff on my meal plans I admit I try to give my clients like a lot of good variety and tasty meals but I always encourage them to get creative with your spices and your herbs because that will make a big difference and some of my favorites because I'm always thinking like a bodybuilder cayenne pepper is awesome for fat burning ginger is really good digestive age which should also help with the the bloating Uh, Turmeric is a bodybuilder's best friend, or any athlete for that matter, uh, for inflammation, and then got to get that parsley for the bloat. And if you're a sweet, uh, sweet addict like me, you got a brutal sweet tooth, um, some of my tricks, as I had mentioned, supplement with L-glutamine, good for beating sugar cravings. Um, and then bake in small batches. So all the recipes on my blog, you will notice, they're, they make very tiny desserts. And I do that for a reason, because I know if I make an entire pan of black bean brownies, I'm going to eat that whole pan in one sitting. So I would rather make a tiny portion, right? Can we all relate to that? Like, oh, but it's black bean brownies. Like, yeah, it's still pretty heavy on the calories. And then I will substitute um, regular flour with chickpea flour. I use a lot of beans in my baking. Um, And then I'll get my sweet fix from protein powder, as I mentioned, uh, unsweetened applesauce. I will, low. you don't even want to know how much cinnamon I go through, which is also good for stabilizing your blood sugar. Um, and then powdered PB. If you guys haven't, tr- if you're a peanut butter addict and you haven't tried the powdered uh, powdered peanut butter, I'm telling you, it's game changer. And shameless plug: all of those uh, sweet recipes I mentioned are available in my ebook, which I'm giving away for free today to anybody who buys my gym my gym apparel. And then. I wanted to quickly touch on my workouts. Um, Like I said, 20, 30 minutes fasted cardio in the morning. That means empty stomach. Um, I do my weight training in the PM because it helps me, again, not uh, binge on all kinds of bad food. And it is good to split up your workouts if if you can. If you live a normal life and you're not like me who works from home and you can't do the two workouts a day, do your cardio after your weights for sure. Um, and then never force yourself to do exercises that you hate. If you genuinely hate bodybuilding, don't do it. Find something that you love and stick with it. And I also wanted to mention um, that it's really important, it's easy for us, especially people who are involved in the fitness industry, to let it consume your entire life. And it's so important to find other things that you give you joy and fulfillment. And so, for me, the whole reason I became a vegan bodybuilder in the first place was I wanted to break the stereotypes that exist that all vegans are scrawny and malnourished. And so, a big part of what I do when I'm at the gym, I'm always wearing my vegan shirts and uh, my jacked on the beanstalk leggings for sale. Um, <laughs> And I wanted to say that there's so many activism events going on. I will be participating in the March 2 shutdown slaughterhouses on June 17th. Uh, So I encourage everybody to come on out. I'll be getting everyone riled up before the march. And there's so many cool events going on. um, And it's a great way to to support the community and to connect with other vegans and like-minded people. And so don't spend all your time focused on your body and your appearance. And I love this question. Aside from your appearance, what really matters to you in life? And if you only had one month to live and you couldn't do a damn thing about your appearance, what would you use that time for? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I love to connect with other uh, vegans and vegetarians and anyone who's veg curious. So hit me up, jackedonthebeanstalk.com. If anybody's looking for a vegan trainer, I would love to hear from you. And of course, subscribe to my podcast and my newsletter. And thanks very much. I love today.